Let's just get right into it, AKA Padders. This episode, 574 of AKA Padders, a film buff podcast. This is why we do this podcast. Because we're talking about a movie that is not even on your radar. I can guarantee it. I'm talking to you about Boys and Girls 2000. This movie is old AF. In, in my terms, this movie was something that came out. And I guess I didn't have any, any girls to go see this movie with. Because I remember our previous flick. 573. She's all that. Came, became a cultural benchmark. You could, you could reference a girl by saying she's all that. But we're talking about the follow-up. The follow-up for Freddie Prince Jr. The follow-up of making another low-budget independent movie hoping for a $100 million payday. Let's just get into the box office here. Budget, $35 million or $30 million. Box office, $26 million. This movie had a lot behind it. We have a fantastic script. We have a beautiful cast. Jason Biggs, you know, American Pie, plays a perfectly wacky, zany character. We have a Claire Fulani. We have a rising Freddie Prince Jr. who, from horror, people forget, Freddie Prince Jr. came on the scene through a Scream wannabe movie. I Know What You Did Last Summer. And from there, he became a staple for a long time in teen romantic comedies. Claire Fulani would later go into now our babe for the movie. She would later just get wrapped up in kind of mid-level action-y movies. But I know her from two movies. Meet Joe Black, where she is, what was that, 98. Meet Joe Black. She is flawless in that movie. Acting, cinematography, she is well lit. That movie loves her and she loves that movie back. And Mystery Men. The great Paul Rubin just passed away. R.I.P. That is it's also one of Paul Rubin's best performances. Ben Stiller, one of his best performances. It goes on and on. So what exactly is this movie? Look, look, this movie it's exciting because with She's All That, the way how She's All That hit hit the culture, hit the lexicon. If you're going to do a follow-up, you really have to do something different. And by follow-up, I mean, look, we have, we have a guy, we have the guy in the previous teen romantic young Hollywood movie. What else can we put him in that's similar but not like it? It has to be different just enough. Like, what do you do? How do you solve that problem? Well, she's all that. We we all know the hook. The girl's geeky, and she turns sexy. Well, let's flip the script. Let's have Freddie Prince Jr. be that geeky guy and have him become sexy. And this movie is really about two star-crossed lovers. They eventually find themselves, and they find themselves in the most torturous way. I love the first 15 minutes of this movie because it literally spans, it might span like 11 years. Because Freddie Prince Jr. and Clara Fellani are two kids that meet each other on an airplane. And then, just through you know life, they bump back into each other at college. Or high school, and then a couple more years go by. They see each other at Berkeley and California College. And already, like, we're eight or nine years past the beginning of this movie. And we see this longing of the two. 
And the two of them are just two young souls in college, figuring things out, experiencing one another. The movie goes year to year. So Freddie Prince Jr. comes back. He has a girlfriend. Claire Falani comes back. Her heart's broken. Freddie Prince Jr. comes back. Right, junior year, his heart's broken. To where the two of them, just through the universe colliding, the universe putting them in the right place at the right time, they eventually kiss. Great effing scene, by the way. When these two kiss, it's fantastic. And then eventually sleep with one another. And that's my problem with this movie. The sex scene in this movie has to go. Uh, At one point, the way how it's lit and the way how it's shot and what we're seeing within the frame, I thought it was going to be a daydream or a fantasy or, or he was just going to be like someone's mind was wandering and we were going to get a hard cut back to the coffee house that you know the, basically this whole sequence started it but no the uh, the sex scene in this movie needs to go it could have been a little bit more thought out a little bit more artful i'm not too into it but the repercussions of that scene within the characters is it's romantic comedy gold. The two of them are estranged. It leads into Freddie Prince Jr., who's no longer a geek, by the way. He is a sexy young man. He gives one of the best romantic comedy speeches I think I've ever heard. What he says and how he explains everything to Claire Fulani, it makes you want that. Like, you, you want his experience. And it's fantastic writing. It really is. And and we have it at the Golden Gate Bridge, which is somewhat of a bookend. Uh it's 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 a it's a metaphor for this movie, believe it or not. And this movie's structured. It's all the way through. What we get along the way, we get stereotypical characters, like I said, Jason Biggs, American Pie, plays he he he, he plays the wacky roommate friend and he's like the uh, the opposite of Freddie Prince Jr. Claire Filani's roommate, very much the same. This is common structure for a lot of these movies because it helps us identify with the protagonist even more. Well done. But a lot of people will nitpick that. I, I think this movie is a nothing but a solid recommendation. It's exciting when you go through the people that made it. Let's just get into our director, Robert Icecove. All right. We we have. Here we go. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. She's All That, 1999. Boys and Girls, 2000. And that's it. <laughs> sorry, guys. I hyped that one up a little bit too much. He's a career director. You know, he's 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 just one of those guys. His, his credits are a lot of things that you may not have, not have heard of, but these are the two that you have. Interesting, though, is Andrew Miller, The Druze. This movie is credited to be written by The Druze, which is to Andrews. He's director of Boy Meets Girl. Imaginary bitches and cooking to get lucky. Again, another career guy. But writing-wise, 1999, The Drew wrote Simon Says, and we know that is a... Dennis Rodman, John Van Dame, action movie, cringe fest masterpiece. Uh, that movie is tough to watch. I've tried to watch it a few times. But let's just get into where Freddie Prince Jr. is at this time in his career, right? Because he's he's the focus. 
1997, I know what you did last summer. Scream, wannabe, scream, ripoff, Sarah Michelle Gellar's in this movie. The movie does well, though. It's probably, and I believe it's written by, uh, you know, Scott Williams, right? The, uh, the, the, the creator of Scream. That's how hot Scott Williams was. 1998, the follow-up. I still know what you did last summer. 1999, she's all that. Now, in 1999, Matthew Lillard from Scream, him and Freddie Prince Jr. are in a bunch of movies together. They're in back-to-back movies. She's all that and Wing Commander. I believe they're in five movies together. The next one that comes to mind is Summer Catch. 2000, down to you. I remember liking that movie. I have to rewatch it. 2000, Boys and Girls. 2001, Head Over Heels. 2001, Summer Catch, again, with Matthew Lillard. Now, 2002, Freddie Prince Jr. defines his career. Scooby-Doo, 2004, Scooby-Doo, Monsters Unleashed. Uh, It is... That is the movie, that is the role for him. Now, from there, he becomes more or less a voice actor. The idea of him being in Wing Commander and that movie flopping is of note, and we will get to that at some time, but not right now. Claire Fulani, I I was watching this movie. I'm thinking it's before Meet Joe Black, but let's just get into my favorite movie of hers. It's not the 1995 Mall Rats, right? 1996, The Rock. She is Sean Connery's daughter in The Rock. Basquiat, she plays Basquiat's girlfriend. She's great in that. Last Time I Committed Suicide, great in that. Meet Joe Black is her movie. Then we have Mystery Men, The Magicians, Boys and Girls. Antitrust, which also has Rachel Lee Cook. Trigger men, and like I said, uh, her career from this point is way more diverse on screen than Freddie Prince Jr. between her TV and film work. And then we have Jason Biggs, and Jason Biggs' arc is so interesting because we do know him from American Pie. He built that name, like it was his name, it was him, his performance. He built that movie, it's him. And Stifler. That's American Pie. But then we have Boys and Girls. We have Loser. With, oh, the, the girl from, from American Pie is also in Loser. What is her name? Mina Savina. Okay? Saving Silverman. Great movie. So look at this. American Pie, Boys and Girls, Loser, Saving Silverman. All great performances from him. American Pie 2. Then we get Jane Silent Bob Strike. But I guess a, a cameo. Prozac Nation. I remember liking that. Nothing's coming to mind though. American Wedding. I love the American Pie trilogy. Then we get Jersey Girl. Look guys. We don't hate Kevin Smith here. Jersey Girl is one of the most. Over. Uh, underappreciated movies. Overrated to hate movies. It really is. Jersey Girl is solid. Then we get Eight Below, Wedding Days, The Glitch. The, the guy is in a ton of good movies. But he's in, well, what's what's his Woody Allen movie? What's his Woody Allen movie? It's not Wedding Days. Hold up, guys. Life Happens? No. <laughs> I'm just, now I'm just clicking on everything in Wikipedia because I did have it highlighted and... 
Hold up here. Here is people. It's called anything else. 2003 with Christina Ricci. It's one of those other fantastic, great, never spoken of Woody Allen movies. So I just feel like this movie too. When you when we look at the careers of Fulani, Jason Biggs, and Freddie Prince Jr., this movie is a highlight for all three of those careers. It's definitely a highlight for the writing. Directing is directing. Uh, I, that sex scene has to go, but everything else just works so well with this movie. I even love the coffee house uh, where they pretty much first kiss because it's a it's a coffee house, performance center, and laundromat, and it's a, the perfect college place to, to hang out. Or no, it's it's like part internet cafe. <laughs> but people uh, recommending this movie all day, all night. So let's just get into five hundred and seventy five. We're doing, we're doing He's All That, the Netflix movie, because we do love Netflix here. He's All That, we're going to discuss it, and then, at that point, we might just do a Smallville episode, because it features the Blue Beetle, and I was just so curious, and I just feel like uh, there's a lot to discuss, uh, just with me as a viewer, when it comes to a TV show that is literally maybe 25 years between me watching and the episode of. So, you know, that should be documented. People, aka Patters, I love you guys. Thank you for all the support. Rock and roll.